name is Dr. Free and thank you so much for listening to this episode. Let me ask you a question. How would you like to build wealth with your current income? If I can show you how to build wealth with your current income, would you like to know? You know, knowing the fastest way to increase your net worth this year. If you like to know this and if the answer is yes, then listen real close. In this episode, I will show you exactly how you too can build wealth with your current income. I will show you the fastest way to increase your net worth. So in this series is in parts, right? So this is part one of how to build wealth with your current income. And in part one, we will be focusing on debt. I think debt is really holding so many people back from building or increasing their net worth with their current income. So we are talking about part one, we are talking about getting out of debt, right? Get out of debt this way uh, as part one. You know, why do people love borrowing money? Why do you borrow money? If I tell you that if you are in debt, you are in partnerships with so many entities. You might not think about it that way, but you are in business partnerships with so many entities. The mortgage company, the credit card company, the student loans, the car loans company, the the other loans that I'm even not aware of, that you are in, that is a business partnership, a business partnership that you have entered into. So what happens when you get your income for the month, whatever, whether you own your business or you work for a corporation, when you get paid, percentages of that take-home money goes to your partners that you have. So for example, if you did the right thing of you know, getting a mortgage and your mortgage note per month is about 25% of your take-home pay, right off the bat, 25% of your income, your take-home income goes to the mortgage company. So you, right away, they take that money from you. So you are left with about 75% of that. So that 75% then the student loan, if you have student loan, a percentage of your take-home pay goes to them. If you're a tighter, you, you tight, 10% in the other, at least the minimum goes to the organization that you tight to. And then if you have credit card, you have other loans, car notes, and other things, percentages of your take-home pay is distributed to these entities that you are in partnerships with. So why do people really borrow money? Why do the society borrow money, right? We, we borrow money to do things that we can't afford to really do on our own right away. You want that new car. You don't have the money to go in and write a check for it. So what do you do? You get a car loan. That instant gratification has put so many families in jeopardy have put you into business partnership with entities that you didn't even think about it that way. 
So you you want a new clothes or you want a new home or you want to travel to that exotic location. Whatever it is that you want to start that new business but you don't have all the necessary uh, foundation money to start, the seed money to start. So what do you do? You go and borrow money to start that dream business that you want to, um, assuming that everything will just work fine. And, and the reason you go into partnerships with, with all these entities is really having the mindset that everything will continue to work the way it is today. You continue to have the income you have today and potentially increase your income because the, the unemployment rate is very low and we based our assumptions on what is going on around us today. You know, remember 2008? So many families were destroyed. So many People lost their home because they were counting on continuity of the economy. So there was an article in, in CNN Business just past this Wednesday, November 13, 2019. You know, the article uh, was titled, Americans now have a record of $14 trillion, $14 trillion in debt. And, and the article, he said the U.S. households are now sitting on $14 trillion in debt, including mortgages, credit card loans, student loans, car loans, and others, right? Car loans and others. Um, $14 trillion that um, the Americans are sitting on as debt right now. He said the consumer, the article goes on to say that the consumer debt is around $1.3 trillion higher than the previous peak set in 2008 when the economy crashed. So it, is, it doesn't seem like we learned a lesson. We've, we just moved on and continued to borrow life, you know, borrow life as if Nothing else can happen, right? So it's gone up a lot. He said the household debt has climbed about 25% from the post-recession low of $12.7 trillion. I wouldn't drain the entire article, but this is amazing. About 11% of the $1.5 trillion of U.S. student loan was more than 90 days delinquent, according to the New York Fed. That's the most of any loan type, and it's nearly double since 2004 levels. And credit card rate, check this out, credit card rate recently has hit 17%. And the saddest part is the Fed went on to say that um, the, the person who quoted us went on to say that most people don't even look at the rates. So this is where we are today, right? We forget what we, most people have forgotten what happened in 2008. Um, and we just dive right back in, borrowing money to do things that we can't really afford today. So that's why people borrow money and, and you borrow money to do so many things. Some people just borrow money because they want the points. You see, so death is really hindering you to really build net worth. As always, we derive our teachings from the Bible, I believe. 
is the best, you know, life-changing instructions that you can find anywhere else. In the Bible, the, the, the scriptures talks about the borrower being a slave to the lender. In Proverbs 22, verse 7, being a slave to the lender. So let me let me actually read that. Um, I think it's very important to take a look at what the scripture uh, says about borrowing money. And and I've heard a lot of people, so-called teachers, talk about that. They don't seem to have any issue with it. But I can tell you that the fastest way to build wealth, one, is to get out of debt first. In, in Proverbs twenty-two seven. He said, the rich ruleth over the poor, and the borrower, the borrower is a servant to the lender. So it's, it's very clear, obviously not talking about that type of slavery, but he's giving you a picture that when you are in debt to someone, you become a slave to them. And, and in Second Kings, so I'm giving you some basis here when, we talk about borrowing money and what could happen when things don't work out as you expected it to work out, right? So in Second Kings, for example, Second Kings six, Second Kings chapter six, verse one, following. Here, some dude went and borrowed an equipment, uh, you know, borrowing equipment to do some work and thinking that everything will go well and I'll bring it back to you when I'm done. So he said, the sons of the prophet said unto Elijah, behold now, the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us or too limited for us. Let's go, we pray thee unto Jordan and take thence every man a beam. Basically, they are going to build a house. And let us make us a place there where we may dwell. And he answered, Go ye. And I'm reading from the King James, so excuse me with the with the, the English that is the way it is written. And one said, Be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servant. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them, and when they came to Jordan, they cut down woods. But as one was felling a beam or cutting a beam, the axe had fell into the water, and he cried and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. Now, God can create a miracle when something like this happens. So, in verse 6, And the man of God said, Where fell it, or where did it fall? And he showed him the place. And he, you know, basically the axe head fell into a, a river of water that he couldn't find. And he said, where what did he fall? He showed him where he fell. He then cut down a stick and cast it into the water. And the iron did swim. So they pick it up and went their way. So the point here is that, yes, there could be a miracle for you. But when you borrow something money or equipment or something. It is always in our imagination that everything will work perfectly and we will return it to the lender. 
But when things doesn't work and you don't get that miracle, then you find yourself in a bad situation. And in the first scripture we read in Proverbs 22, 7 says that the borrower is what? A slave to the lender. So I read all to say that there could be a miracle if you obviously you are a believer and you believe there could be a miracle for you. But I wanted to show you some scriptures that talk about death and what the implications could be if you don't get the miracles like these people got. And I'm not here to talk about miracles right now in this episode. I'm showing, illustrating to you that when you borrow money, you think and you plan that everything will go smoothly, you wouldn't lose your job at some point, or you always have an income so you can make the monthly payment. That's why we borrow money, right? And the Bible is very you know, clear on when you borrow money from someone, how that relationship becomes, right? Um, borrowing money restricts you Number one, restricts you from increasing your net worth. Why? Because you are in partnerships with so many other people that when you take home that money, you distribute it to your partners. But when you don't have all these overheads, imagine what your debt, your your take home can do. You can invest more than you are currently doing to increase your net worth. Because when when you have no debt, your network automatically increases. For example, if your car is paid for, you don't have a student loan, you don't have a mortgage, and your house is worth 300000 for example, right off the bat, you've increased your net worth, what? $300,000. So why continue to be a slave to the lender? You must decide to pay off your debt. And in the ep- upcoming episode, I will show you exactly how to really kill this debt, get rid of this debt. So w- this episode is just a high-level overview of you know what debt is doing to you, what how much people are borrowing money, how much the country is in debt, and why you should you know disconnect from that system and live a different life. So again, in in the next in the upcoming episode, we'll talk about exactly how to really get rid of your debt. But again, I wanted to give you examples of how to how debt is really limiting people. And in in the Bible examples that I read, if you don't get those miracles like these people got, then the the lenders take over your life. You scramble trying to figure a way to really make a uh, you know live a life without being a slave to the lender. Death is limiting you from building and increasing your wealth. To build wealth, like I said, you must get rid of your debt. Getting rid of your debt instantly builds your network, increases your network. So how do you do this? How do you decide to get out of debt? It's an experience. You know, I always, you know, you know, compare it to the born again experience, right? 
um, a, a drastic change when we talk about repentance. You know, it's a 180-degree turnaround. You have to have that experience, that epiphany, like, this is it. I am dead free today. I always tell the story of a guy who once got out of debt and went back into debt relapse because he didn't really, you know, it wasn't that, and again, this is an example, it wasn't that born-again experience, right? He didn't really change anything. He heard about it. He said, let me get out of debt. He got out of debt, but didn't really have that experience. So what happens? When things got tough, he went back into debt. And the second debt caused him a collapse, total financial collapse, until he had that born-again experience. And when I say the born-again experience, I'm not talking about the born-again that we are used to. I'm talking about having a total change. 180 degree change. And when you have that and you are convinced that this is it, I'm, I've had it. I'm never going back into debt. I will never do this again. And when you have that experience, the rebirth experience, when it comes to your finances, when they talk about credit card, when they talk about financing, when they talk about loans, it becomes an abomination to you. It makes you want to throw up when you hear those words. That's the type of experience that I'm talking about. That's the type of born-again experience I'm talking about. You must repent. I'm not talking about sin. I'm not talking about remorse. I'm not talking about those things. You must change. You are going down one way. You turn around and go the other way. And you say, I'll never go back that route again. And you said, I've had it, and I'm not going to go that route again. That immediately, that decision that you are making right now is the born-again experience that I'm talking about. And when you change from within, and as you know, in this podcast, we talk about changing from the inside out. You talk about the, the first Adam, which is your five senses, and the second Adam, which is your spiritual being, the real you. When that real you decide today that I've had it, I'll never go back that way again. It almost killed me when I went that route. I got robbed. I got destroyed. Things happened to me. So I'll never take that path again. When I have that experience change, then when I hear the naming or the name financing something, it becomes a curse word for me. It becomes an abomination for me. And I'll say to it, there's no way that I'll go that route. So you have one change. I'm talking about what is in for you. How do you get out of debt? First, it must begin from within. You must convince yourself that today you are death free spiritually. And you've had it. You will never sign another note. You will never borrow anything in your life. So you decide. Decide today. That this is the day that I have received my financial debt-free born-again experience. And I will never go back into it. 
When you have that decision made, then you have put yourself in a position to be debt free. You see, you cannot be debt free from the surface down. You cannot be debt free because, oh, it's a good idea. I want to do that. I want to try that. It doesn't work that way. I've read stories and heard from many, so many people who tried. The word tried is just a big excuse that I'm not going to be able to do it. They tried to get out of debt. Some of them got out of debt and then they went back in. And the second one is always worse than the first. So you must decide today. Are you going to continue to be in partnerships with all these entities out there? Or you are going to write them termination letters today. You must still pay those debt in the five senses, believe me. But you must end those relationships. You must end those relationships. So, what should you do? You are debt free today if you believe that. The real you have decided today that you are debt free. So, if I'm debt free... Even though in the five senses, in the first Adam, I still own all this money, right? But in the second Adam, I have declared today, it's my debt-free day. Therefore, I'm going to research how debt-free people live their life. I'm going to research how they buy things. I'll give you some tips, right? Debt-free people live 100% on cash. They stop borrowing money 100%. They don't borrow money for anything ever again. Okay? They live on less than they make. <laughs> uh, that seems like it's very scientific. You know, uh, so you have to research and find out how debt-free people live their life. Because now I believe that I'm debt-free. I research on how they live their life. How did they pay off their debt in the five senses or in the in the first Adam? How did they use the first Adam uh, or in their five senses pay off their debt? So I'll research. Then we'll talk about that in the upcoming episode, you know, in part two and so forth. And then I'll live just like I'm debt free today. So from now on, I'm, you know, shredding all my credit cards. I'm going to develop a strategy to pay off my debt. And we will show you that. We will show you exactly how you two can pay off your debt and increase your net worth. So many millions of people have done it this way and it's worked for them. You can, can do it as well. Again, my name is Dr. Free, and thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe to my channel and tell your friends and family to subscribe now.